That car that used to be shiny and new is now dusty and old. It's time to upgrade. But how can we make sure that we get the most money for our trade-in? This is the Car Buying Podcast, the show where I save you time, money, and hassle when buying your next vehicle. On this episode, we'll be talking about trade-in values. So why trade in a vehicle at all? You own the vehicle. You can keep it, sell it, trade it. And if you sell it yourself, you will always get more money for it. But selling your vehicle is not always ideal. For one, you have to deal with weirdos wanting to come to your house and drive the vehicle. You have to worry about getting paid and if if that is legit or not. And then whatever else might come up when just dealing with the public. So trading your vehicle gives you several benefits. For one, it's easy. You can do everything at one location, wherever you buy your car. You drive in with one vehicle, you leave with another. No photos, no Craigslist, no random phone calls in the middle of dinner. And two, it's free. You don't actually have to advertise the vehicle online or spend your time trying to sell it. Three, many states will actually offer you a tax break when you trade because you've already paid taxes on that vehicle. So often your trade value will offset the total amount that you pay taxes on. And finally, there's no liability or for the condition or any issues that arise when you trade it versus selling it. So if the dealer trades with the vehicle and it blows up the next day, it's not your problem. And you don't have to worry about somebody calling you or threatening you or threatening to sue you. You don't have to deal with any of the fallback. So trading offers many benefits over selling your car yourself. The only real downside is the dealer is going to give you a wholesale amount for it instead of the higher price you could sell it for to a private party. So if you decide to trade your vehicle, how do you prepare yourself before you actually visit the dealership? What should I do? Before I go to the dealership, well, thanks to the internet, it's very easy to get an idea of what your trading is worth before you even visit the dealership. And for usability, I prefer Kelly Blue Book, which you can find at kbb.com. But you should also get trading values from Edmonds and Cars.com for comparison purposes. Now, some customers, especially older, love to quote NADA, but honestly, those trade values are pretty useless. When you punch in your vehicle on KBB, make sure you're honest with yourself. Because values can vary wildly with just a 10,000 mile difference. So make sure you enter accurate mileage and only choose options the vehicle actually has from the factory. And when it comes to condition, KBB will tell you that most vehicles, I think they say 54%, fall in the good range and not excellent. So I recommend selecting that, no matter how nice your vehicle is. Because remember, the dealership's going to give you a wholesale amount. So you want to try to gather a conservative estimate in your research, not an unreasonable one. So make sure you choose trade-in value as well and not private party or retail or or however it might be worded. Make sure it says trade-in value. And KBB and some other sites, they'll actually give you a range usually of what your vehicle should be worth on trade-in. And that'll be based in, in Kelly Blue Book's case on their data from Auto Trader, Mannheim Auctions, 
which they all own the same companies, and other online listings they have access to. Now, you also should know that dealers don't use Kelly Blue Book when we appraise vehicles. Most of us use some combination of Black Book, Auction Reports, MMR. Neither of these are available to the general public. That data is updated daily, so it allows us to know exactly what similar vehicles are selling for around the country so we can make good decisions about what we take in. So you should take that range that KBB gave you and then compare it with a few more sites like Edmunds or Cars.com. Now, I highly recommend using Cars.com trade-in value because they actually have a contract with Blackbook, which I just mentioned is what dealers use. So their trade value will give you a good insight into what a dealer might see when they pull up your vehicle. Also, if you live near a CarMax dealership, you can also go in for a trade appraisal from them. They do a full inspection appraisal, no obligation. It'll take you 45 minutes to an hour. And their thing is that they'll buy your car even if you don't buy one from them. So they'll give you a trade value, which is an offer to buy your car. And then you can take that to the other dealerships as a backup offer when you're when you're negotiating with those guys so if dealers won't give you as much as carfax would then you can just sell your vehicle to carmax and buy the other vehicle from the dealership you usually have seven to ten days to take their offer just be mindful of that number so armed with all of this information what else do you need to do before you go to the dealership i mean you first you can clean your car but please don't pay for someone to detail it or wash it. It really doesn't matter to a dealer. Get the pile of trash out and get the three-week-old french fries out from under the seat. But don't resort to tire shine and air fresheners and, and all that. That's just a complete waste of money and time. And also, don't pay for an oil change or any sort of service before you go. We're going to detail the vehicle ourselves and we're going to service it. So you're just wasting your money. In time, and it definitely will not result in any higher trade in value. As a side note, along those lines, if you have a aftermarket wheels or an aftermarket stereo, take those out, put the factory equipment back in. I know it looks cool to you, but you're just throwing money away. We will not offer you, no dealership will offer you a penny more for your vehicle with those aftermarket add ons, and we would prefer to have the vehicle as close to stock as possible. It's way easier to sell the vehicle when it has factory wheels and factory equipment. So if possible, put all the factory equipment back on and sell your aftermarket stuff and get you some extra cash because it's, it's just money you're throwing away. So you've prepared, cleaned your car, you're at the dealership. Now what? Well, old school car buyers will say don't tell them you have a trade until the last minute and that used to be decent advice i guess but it just makes things uselessly complicated and i'll explain the thinking behind this though since it is important dealers when you look at your paperwork they're going to give you what is called a trade allowance that's your trade value for your trade for example and i'll use round numbers to make it simple if you're trading in a vehicle that they appraise for ten thousand dollars you might see on your buyer's order, your paperwork, the new vehicle selling for $25,000 minus your trade allowance of $10,000, which results in a trade difference. And that term is important, a trade difference between the two of 15000 
right? $25,000 for theirs minus $10,000 for yours, $15,000 trade difference. Now, some dealers will utilize a tactic, if you want to use that word, technique called overallowance to show you a higher trade value for your car in lieu of a discount on the one you're buying. So, for example, if you didn't see the vehicle listed for $25,000, you pay $27,000, two grand more, for the exact same vehicle, minus a trade allowance, which is an overallowance of $12,000 instead of $10,000, which results in a trade difference, remember that, of $15,000. Now, you notice that the trade difference is the same in both scenarios, but the way that it arrived with an overallowance is a little less clear. They mark up their vehicle 2000 They mark up your trade 2000 Now, old the old-timers, old-time customers would not mention their trade early in the deal because they didn't want a dishonest dealer to inflate their price and show them some fake number for their trade. But today, you can access pricing information online. So you would never pay $27,000 for that $25,000 car anyways. So withholding your trade is just needlessly complicated. So when you found a vehicle you would like to buy, let the dealer appraise your trade. This will usually involve them driving it and an inspection of it. If the salesman decides to walk around your trade with you while they're writing the VIN and the mileage down, you might see them touching paint chips and imperfections and scratches. And this is a way that some dealerships train their salespeople to devalue the trade in the customer's mind before the appraisal. So they think that if they point out every little issue in the car, then you as the customer will start to think, well, maybe my car isn't worth as much as I thought, and you'll be inclined to take a lower trade allowance. So the dealership will come back to you with numbers, like we discussed earlier, their price, trade allowance, trade difference, probably taxes, payoff. You want to look at the trade allowance and make sure that number is fair based on your research all those numbers we put up online. You also want to look at their selling price and make sure it's fair based on your research. Don't get tunnel vision on any one aspect of the deal. So many customers go off the rails when they get so focused on trade. They just want a a high trade value. So the customer bumps the price up, shows them an inflated trade value, or they get so focused on interest rate that they don't pay attention to you know, whatever else there is in the deal. So look at the whole deal in its totality. Because when you only focus on getting a certain amount for your trade, you might not notice you're paying too much for the vehicle you're buying or too much for the financing. Hopefully, you see a fair number on both and are able to move forward with your purchase. Then if not, you have to decide whether you want to make them a counter offer and tell them that you've been offered this by CarMax or in your research you think your car is worth this amount. Or you might decide you want to sell your vehicle, keep it, or let another dealership appraise it. Now, if you decide to visit multiple dealerships, which is great, and they're both giving you similar trade values, then maybe you're wrong. You might have to reevaluate what your trade-in is actually worth. Well, let's take a few questions. Tina from Alaska asks, I owe more on my trade than the dealership is giving me for it. What's the deal? Well, first, I would advise you to listen to episode five about negative equity, and it will answer basically all of your questions. Simply put, your payoff amount has nothing to do with what your trade's vehicle, your trade is worth. If you owe nothing on your car, 
Would it be worth nothing? No. If you've done the research I outlined earlier, then you should have a very good idea of what your car is worth, no matter what the payoff is. Asia from Michigan asks, should I trade my vehicle into a dealership of the same brand? Most of the time it doesn't matter. I'll say most of the time because if it's like a Maserati or some very specific high-end vehicle, then you might not have much luck at your local Ford dealership. But in most cases, dealerships are going to go by book values and auction data, not by their knowledge of the brand. Most dealerships actually like to have some other brands represented on their pre-owned lots because it brings in some different customers they might normally, they wouldn't get a shot at. So as long as their offer matches up with your research, you should be fine. Tessa from Florida. And I need to pay off my vehicle and transfer the ownership before I trade it in. Or does the dealership handle that? No, you don't have to worry about anything. That's what we talked about earlier about how easy it is. The dealership will send in the payoff to your bank and they'll receive the title from them. And a part of the paperwork you'll sign during your purchase will be transferring ownership of your vehicle to the dealership. So it's simple, it's straightforward in most cases. I want to hear from you. Have you had any experiences with trading a vehicle? What tips can you share with us? On the next episode of the Car Buying Podcast, we'll be looking at gap insurance and extended warranties. I'd like to answer some questions from you guys on the next episode. If you have a question you'd like answered, you can email me at info at carbuyingpodcast.com, tweet at me at carbuyingpod, or leave me a voicemail, 740-777-9780, and I'll try to answer your question on the next episode. And also, as always, if you find this information helpful, please leave a review on iTunes to help other people find the show.